0: Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. You're not one of my disciples. No he didn't. He rebuked him, and then he rebuked Satan as well. Notice, uh, Peter rebuked Jesus, he rebuked Jesus, and Jesus went right back and rebuked Peter. How did Jesus take care of the words of Satan? He took care of it by way of rebuke. How did the word come? By way of rebuke. Peter rebuked, and Jesus rebuked right back and told him where his source was. Your source is not from heaven, but your source is from Satan. And you might have mended as well as you can, you might have had the best intention to save me from the cross and death. But I will tell you, your source is Satan, and I rebuke that. But I also rebuke you for saying that. Are you following me? Amen. Have you found a Peter in your life? Have you, do you know who the Peter is in your life? He can be, he, it could be me. You're looking to me from Sunday to Sunday for direction. I am the one that could be very vulnerable to speaking the wrong thing to you at the wrong time, and it could put a spiral of death into you. And, oh God, keep my tongue. Oh God, keep my heart for you that I would not do that. A Peter is someone that supposedly and truly does love the Lord. I mean, Jesus used him more than anyone else. So Satan also wants to use him. Have you ever been around someone that seemingly every time you just get discouraged being around them? Because somehow you'll get a couple little words that are intended to wound you and hurt you. Might be spoken with well-meaning like Peter had. But Jesus was keen enough that he rebuked him. He said, that's Satan speaking through you. That's not you, Peter. That's not what you get from me. That's not the love of Jesus. That's not the love of God. That was Satan. And he just used your tongue. And I'm, I'm telling you stop, you, stop being used by Satan. Let me use you all the time. Now I wonder how he would respond if somebody would look at us and say, uh, Satan, get behind me. There's another thing I see in this that Satan tried to walk in front. See, he obviously was in front when it was mentioned, and that's why he said, "Get behind me! I am the leader. You will not lead me. I will be led by the Spirit, not by Satan, not by those words, not by the poison of the asp. I will not be led by that. Because you wound me with your word will not make you walk. Will not make me walk in that wound now." You see what I'm saying? You get wounded by something, and I, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I see this stuff on Facebook. I do not have Facebook. I don't have it. My wife has it, and once in a while she'll say, listen to this. It's Satan. It's Satan. It's not hard to discern. It's meant to wound something. It has to do with a pre-biased opinion within the heart that doesn't sit well. And Satan looks for that. Anything you can find a little restless, and then he'll use that person. Discerning the voice of Satan. It never builds up. It tears down. It disturbs the peace. It robs your victory. And it tears down the love that you have. Now you had so much love and you felt that love for someone, but now it's challenged. You don't even want to see that person. Yeah? Some of it's because of the imagination. Why? Because the imagination was inflamed by a fiery dart. You allowed it to pierce you. And today you might be in a situation that looks so hopeless that you don't know if you'll ever come out of this. You've got venom throughout your body, because some word that you believed and you would not resist it by faith. Go back to the wells of salvation and speak forth and say it in the name of Jesus. I have been washed by the blood of the Lamb. I have been born again through Jesus Christ. I am redeemed child of God. You need to go back to that well again and confirm your position in Christ. Every time, my friend, every time you receive a word like that you need to go back to the well go back to the well go back with your faith and fight it and fight a good fight I'm not letting my salvation go with this you're not going to hurt me by something like this something this small that offends me this big no 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 huh I'm not giving in my salvation I will retain the peace that comes from God. I will retain it in my heart. I will allow the joy of God to come out of me. It won't rob me from this joy. We fight the good fight of faith. Let's look at some more things here. Matthew 16, verse 23. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me. Oh, This is basically what he said is, Peter, you offended me. Get behind me. Have you ever been offended? You're expecting a phone call, nobody called. You're expecting a special handshake, special recognition, special something, and you got offended by it. With all the things that I do, I should certainly get some recognition. should certainly get some recognition, and I'm getting no recognition. I'm offended by it. That's what Moses had when he struck the rock. He was looking at that rock, and he said, All, all the things that I have done, and I've led you through the, through, the, through the Red Sea, and I've done all these things, and God has done miracles in my hand. I've had enough! And he struck the rock. Second time, without the instruction from God. It was that that kept him entering into the land of promise. All right. Luke chapter 4, verse 3. We look at several things that Satan said. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Okay, now let's look at the other one. Verse 4, uh, verse 6, uh, chapter 4, verse 6. All this power will I give thee and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give it. Verse 7. If thou wilt, therefore, will worship me, all shall be thine. That's what he said when he, when he spoke. I'm just looking at the words when, he, when Satan spoke to Jesus when he was in the wilderness fasting. Now Luke 4, chapter 9. Uh, Luke chapter, nine, uh, chapter 4, verse 9, And he brought him to Jerusalem, and set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. Notice a pattern here. From the Garden of Eden, to when he confronted Jesus himself, he always gave a suggestion. Satan, when he spoke to the highest in command of that moment, always offered a suggestion. Do you need to go to the cross and die? Did God say that you shouldn't eat of this fruit? If you are the Son of God, if you are a Christian, if you bent or bow to me when he took him to the top of the temple, If you are truly a Christian, do you hear me? I know you've all heard that. If you are truly a Christian, why are you dealing with this issue? That's what he told Jesus. He didn't say if you're truly a Christian. He said if you are truly the Christ. If you are the Christ, turn the stone to bread. If you are a Christian, you should not be toiling with this struggle. And when you listen to that, you've got to be aware that it is not God speaking to you. This is Satan that spoke. Do you hear me? The message is discerning the voice. If you're a Christian, this should not be a struggle of yours. If you're a Christian, you shouldn't have talked like that. If you're a Christian, you shouldn't have broke the speed limit back there when you were really in a hurry. If you are a Christian, 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 Jesus won't say that. It's the enemy discerning the voice of the enemy. He challenges you with your stand in Christ based on some other little issue. That he sees in your life and rightly so you might have that issue you might have this moment where you're dealing with this problem you might have been working on this for a year and you're still not through it but you're you're gaining ground things are going better and you see and you're waiting and you're waiting on the promises of god you still claim them and believe them and he sees this but you see, he looks at weaknesses. He doesn't tell me, he said, you know, that man you prayed for the other day and it got healed. He doesn't use an example like that. He uses a weakness. He uses something that he knows that can stumble me quickly. And he often uses something against your character. Something against you speak too many words or you never say anything. He uses something of a trade that is in your personality to slap you down. And it works every time if you do not detect that it comes from the enemy. Amen? Are you following me? Satan is about like a roaring lion, and he tries like a roar, a constant roar that he tries to defeat you with. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to deal with these things? Now, let me just say this way. We all have weaknesses. You all have weaknesses. You can point my weaknesses. You can point to them. And I probably could point to some weaknesses that I know of in some other people's lives. I'm not going to do that. It's not my job to do that. Nor is it Satan's job to do that. But that's what he'll do he can take my voice and put his words of criticism against another brother or sister, and it's the voice of Satan speaking to him. And it's designed to defeat him and to hurt him so that they become non-effective. I believe it was William Garnall that said, an old Puritan writer, that said, Satan at one point knows that that man's going to make it to heaven. He just knows, I'm not saying just man, man, woman, that person is going to make it to heaven. They've endured so much for so long, and they continue to be faithful. They have sold out, and he sees, yeah, they're going to. So he'll try his best to make their life as miserable as he can. And if nothing else, he will try and gnaw you about your weaknesses. Yeah? Yeah? How many of you were in the prayer meeting here last night? Raise your hands. Some of you. Okay. You were in the prayer meeting. You were praying. And I'm sure if God was here, you confessed your sins. If God was here, he met you at that point. Who, who else but Satan is saying that I should not have weaknesses? that I should be the perfect man that makes has no issues in my life. Who only but Satan that will suggest that to me. Because Jesus is the Redeemer. He continues to buy me back. He continues to save me. And he knows. But only Satan can be so vicious in reminding me constantly of my problems, my weaknesses, and the things that he sees wrong in my life. And woe, woe through whom the words are spoken through, it can be. Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com Until next time, God bless.